The couch commentators would like to formally apologise to all of our New Zealand brothers, oh God, brothers, <laughs> brethren, brothers, brothers, <laughs> brothers, sisters, mums, and daddies. You haven't been to markets since. <laughs> Welcome back to the Couch Commentators podcast, the fastest growing podcast in the nation, and some may say the world. Today I'm joined by James on my right, Dan on my left. Um, no Lucas today. Fucking this guy, seriously, back in Australia. It's Melbourne Cup Day, of course. Uh, this is uh, why we're all dressed up. We uh, got on plane straight from Melbourne from to Melbourne. get here to record today. Straight to this lounge. I, I don't um, know if you can tell, but like... Yeah, I mean, the audio listeners, uh, we got suits on, Um I have a Lowe's shirt that has beers on it. It's very formal. And we're all uh, supporting our brother, Ezra Mam, and uh, we're wearing shorts as well. Yeah. So <laughs> I saw Carl Stefanovic also rocked it. Yeah. Suits of shorts is in, boys. We're not only wearing shorts, but we're wearing slides as well. We are wearing slides, which is very <laughs> fashionable. <laughs> I've got the socks and slides. He's got both. We're, ro- we're rocking uh, some great attire for this podcast. Uh, one person missing, of course, Lucas. Dogging the boys. He's dog of the boys, and uh, what's the difference? It's always the same. It's always the same. What's the excuse today? Out drinking. Degenerate. Degenerate. Who drinks? Cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, boys, how you been? Dan, how was your weekend? Yeah, Get up so much? I had a quiet weekend at home, you know, just chilling, relaxing. Yeah, same Did a lot same of sleeping. Life. Played a bit of Fortnite. Fortnite? Fortnite's back. Fortnite's back, boys. I don't know if you know, but OG Fortnite. Some uh, Vic Royales with the boys. Uh, James, how was your weekend, mate? Uh, Relatively quiet, relatively quiet. There was some cracking cricket games over the weekend, which I can't wait to get into. uh, I'm I'm excited to hear about the cricket. I know there's some controversy as well. Yeah, just a little, just a little here or there. Great. Uh, But uh, Lucas, how are you doing, mate? No one cares. Uh, <laughs> you're not fucking here. You're a dog. He's dogging the boys. And actually, that brings me to our first segment, boys. It's uh, Lucas dogging the boys. And uh, I'm going to ask both of you guys, what's your, your best moment of Lucas dogging the boys? James, I'm going to shoot across to you first. So it's hard to nail down one. Yeah, and like this is almost off. an amalgamation of many from back when we went to the gym. Because... There was a few memes going around, and one day we just dumped, oh, I want to say 20, let, let's maybe make it 50 to 100 memes on his Facebook page. As you do. All about him <laughs> dogging the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so, uh, Dan, mate, what's your favourite Lucas dogging the boys moment? I don't really have any, but, like, all the times he's just dogged the, bo- the podcast, you know? Like, yeah. Like, especially today. Especially today. today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking weak a dog. I think uh, I'm elaborating on James' story. It, it was uh, him dogging the gym, like a dogging ass um, for his now wife, was his girlfriend at the time. He said he had a bad back, the excuse to all of us. And then we get uh, selfie photos of him with uh, with his missus. <laughs> and we're going, hold on a second. There's no back injury here, mate. And that's when the memes started flowing in. <laughs> I, I remember you telling me a story once of Lucas being too goosed. Goose, yeah. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> to come. That's a good backdoor story. Yeah, that's what that the boys. <laughs> that was backdoor before we got in the front door. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to a club and... Uh, before we even get into the club, he's he's already uh, asking to go home, and we didn't notice till about maybe ten minutes in. We were like, "Where'd Lucas go? He, he didn't never get, get out of the car." <laughs> <laughs> was that the same night you got your ban? 
it could have been, but uh, <laughs> don't talk about that. <laughs> maybe, maybe the goose got everyone. <laughs> All I, respectable I was, people here. <laughs> I was thinking about it in my head. I'm like, nah, surely one of you two are going to say yeah. it. Yeah. And then I'm like, nah. There's just so many memories of Lucas talking <laughs> the boys. It's hard to pinpoint one, but, yeah, uh, you know, he said he'll be back next week and. For all the future episodes, so we look forward to that. And and to get us excited for next week, he said he had a good story. Good for story, us. and we know we Lucas, don't know what it is, but he's got a good story for yeah, us. We know he can spin a yarn or two, that bloke. <laughs> so uh, looking forward to that, Lucas, and looking forward to having you back. And I'm sure the uh, the fans want you back as well, the couchies. Oh, let us know if you don't. Yeah, if you don't, we can. <laughs> Down in the comments below, we'll just cut him. Honestly, <laughs> I'm. I'm think the podcast was a, a hit last week so i don't know if it's without him we're just going better it's just crazy yeah, we it's went crazy. from maddie c we got the maddie c bump yeah and then um <laughs> last week another huge episode of did i see like 10 million or oh, at least yeah. minimum yeah and that's just our earnings it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, we'll uh, stop the ramble boys and we'll get into the podcast accountability now lucas's top tip it was uh shalante with a loss uh, Dan's decision, Valentine Holmes, first try scorer, was a loss. Dim's jam, Shinzo, the closest win. thing to a win. <laughs> Got a place, but it was a loss. <laughs> Leachy's loss, Leachy's lock was a loss. <laughs> Think about it. The unstoppable horse loses. <laughs> horse racing multi. The only loss. thing that got there was James's place. It was a loss. <laughs> the boys were in great form over the weekend, right. honestly. And that's why they say gamble responsibly, honestly. Yeah, I, I didn't have much of a bet over the weekend. I didn't get a winner in the bets that I did put on, though. Yeah. I, I would say we're, we're at peak physical gambling yeah. form, honestly. Look, I think you can't have everything at once like obviously the podcast is booming and we're just going so well at that like you can't be a good gambler and have a podcast going so well so maybe we gotta like and ease I, up. <laughs> I didn't want to use all my good wins before going away this week on a punters club trip like that's yeah. true you gotta that's save true. your wins for the right times and uh you know Gamble responsibly, as we said, so don't back our win. That's why when we get <laughs> to the Melbourne Cup, um, <laughs> we might have similar stories. <laughs> so what you guys are saying is with having, you can't have a good podcast and good gambling group, is we sack the pod- podcast off and we just start winning. Professional gamblers, uh, follow yeah. our Instagram for more tips. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to become better than the Gator. Gator's thing's still running in the, in the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> All right, horse racing, gentlemen. And uh, as we were talking about, Melbourne Cup day today, so we're full of uh, adrenaline, full pumping, you know. What a what a race. Um, some people definitely won money. None of us here did. So, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the winner is Mark Zara and without a fight. And, wow, what a, what a run, what a race. Winning Caulfield Cup, then Melbourne Cup is crazy. The first last, time in 22 years? Yeah, the last time it was 2001, which is a long time. And not only that, is Mark Zara getting back-to-back Melbourne Cup wins. Um, last year, Gold Trip decides this year, although with a great relationship with that horse, he decides <laughs> to leave that horse and go on without a fight and then picks up two of the biggest races in Melbourne, Le- which is crazy. Leaves J-Mac with the scraps. Yeah. Come and last. <laughs> foreseen the future. And, uh, well, um, yeah, I mean, we could talk about our, our bets. My bet was gold trip. Um, I fought in a good spot at the corner, and I thought you know, J-Mac can get us home. 
out of nowhere, it just kind of, I guess, was gassed. It either gassed or injured, and it just pulled back to like 17th or something. Like there was something wrong with the horse, or J Mac was like, there's no point in going any further. We're not going to win. So just pull back. But to I don't the know. Glue factory. Uh, to the glue factory for Gold Tripper. <laughs> <laughs> that all, you know, produce some uh, champion studs. Uh, James, your horse, Lashoshka, and Lucas's horse, actually. Yeah. Um, it was running about three to four wide sort of outside gold trip for most of the race. Um, sort of peeled around, looked all right, but didn't have the legs in the last couple of hundred meters. And that's, yeah, finished, I think, 13th mid-pack. Mm. Uh, it, but it, uh, pretty early in that straight, you knew it wasn't going to get there. A lot of the uh, overseas horses who hadn't had uh, a run over here did not perform as well as they thought they were going to. Uh, uh, Vauban or didn't even get up there as well, the no. favourite. Um, another horse that did all right to start the race, Dan, your horse. Um, you didn't get your first horse that you picked last week on the podcast, but yeah. you had to re-pick and uh, it, went, it was all right. It well, wasn't too bad. My, my second horse, Future History, I thought it was going to make Future It was. It was. Mate, when the Gator jumped on, I thought you were sure thing. And then it jumped, and it's sitting around second or third. I think it was sitting at third at the start of the race, and then it just kept going up and up, and it started leading. I'm like, oh, you, you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't lead, lead the, the Melbourne way. Cup at the start and still expect to win. Not when you're paying that much money, Eva. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not going to win from here. And, then, yeah, it, it, what do you know? It didn't fucking win. Didn't win. Um, yeah. Uh, for for all three of us and uh, Lucas as well, I'm sure a couple punters were on without a fight. I had a like, I had a couple horses in the race, and I end up winning like twenty bucks off without a fight. Ooh. Yes, definitely, definitely made a profit there. Definitely made a profit. <laughs> um, unlike I mean, some other punters who maybe you got the trifecta or the first four paying, like. I think the trifecta was about ten thousand. First four was about three hundred thousand. Um, 326 to be exact. Yeah, I mean, why weren't we on that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Look, you win some, you lose, you lose more. more. Uh, 1-800. 858. Beautiful, guys. Beautiful. That's uh, synchronizing right there. 858. I'm going to get that n- number tattooed on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> if we uh, we get sponsored by one of the big <laughs> betting agencies, we'll get a tattoo yeah. on my chest. Do you, do you need gambling spells? <laughs> <laughs> Call this uh, number. 858 what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, right. <Why> <laughs> <laughs> another, another horse in the race. I don't know if you paid too much attention to the thing that came second. Um, Solcom. Solcom, these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's all, folks. That's the end of the podcast. See you next week. Started, started the race. Um, it was, the, the commentators called it out saying it was free behind, free lengths behind pretty much. Just it did not leave the gates too well and uh, slowly made its way back into the pack. And by the end of the race, it's it's running up the arse of like three or four horses as well. Yelmer up could have butchered a, a Melbourne Cup victory there. Um, he ended, like, ended up getting second place, which is great. Uh, you can't fault that, but what could have been, could have been a win. And for my punters club, we had it in the Calcutta, which would have won us like three grand. Uh, instead, we got a thousand. Happy with that. Happy with that. Can't be, uh, can't be sad with that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Unlucky for Yao, uh, the two other horses were Shiraz paying like 120 or something like that. Yeah, 120 like, uh, something. Bloody, that was that. Uh, if you've seen that coming, uh, show us your bets. Yeah, it would have been a nice then. little $10 each way or something, but hey, by God. Slips. Yeah, tag us on Instagram in those bet slips because I'd love to see that. And so then I think I could... it was 850 a place. Yeah, and then uh, and then Ashran as well was paying Squillions as well to get, and it got fourth place. Yeah. So, um, again, I looked at Ashran. Uh, Dan got it in the uh, in the yeah, randomizer. The random number generator. You could have oh, yeah, that's you right, yeah. won squillions. Not really, because came fourth. But yeah, no, didn't get a place. I completely forgot about our random number generator. <laughs> right. I, had, I, had, I had a bet on mine. It did nothing. Yeah, I had to do it as well. Like I had already put my bets in, and then I seen the random number generator. I'm like, damn it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did the exact same thing this morning when you put up the post for the page, and I went, ah, oh, I forgot about that. I throw another ten bucks in. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yes, gamble with your head, not over it, you know, as they always say. Lucky we made squillions on the podcast last yeah, week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why we're wearing suits. Yeah. You know? uh, we could afford these suits because we made squillions last week. Couldn't afford pants, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like you're wearing no pants right now. Yeah, I'm just going crutch this. <laughs> uh, other races that did happen to our... our yeah, demise. Our yeah, our knowledge. Uh, the Giga Kick Stakes. Uh, this was a race that Think About It was in. I was on, obviously, winning the Everest in its last race. It had been on like 10 wins in a row. Oh, I think it was going for 10 wins in a row. Um, I thought the field, it looked too good for it. Obviously not. Uh, it just didn't get to a. I think it needed a, a good lead. And then once it gets in the lead, nothing can catch it. But it kind of just. Trod with the other horses, and uh, out of nowhere, Private Eye overtakes it. I'm like, oh, Private Eye is a pretty good horse. I, I can understand that winning. And then Bella Nipatina comes and nips both <laughs> of them and gets the win. I was, well. wow. It was what a name a, that I win. hadn't heard in horse racing in a while, but when it popped up, I was like, yeah. wow. Good good run. And uh, I mean, if Giga Kick was there, obviously it wins the Giga Kick mm. stakes. So, as as you would think. But uh, yeah, no, another, another win for Bella Nipatina. Good stuff, good stuff. And another big race. Uh, this was a huge race. I'm sure Lucas would love to talk about how bad Amelia's jewel did in this race. Boys. <laughs> still running? Yeah, still running. Um, Obama Barumai. I'm sure I've... Obambarumai. Obambarumai, the Japanese horse, comes over for one race and wins the Golden Eagle, wins a lot of money. I think it was eight million, ten million. Yeah, um, I think it's ten million. Huge race, and this one hurt me even more than the other losses I've talked about already. As my top punter for my punters club has been taken from me, and uh, that's an L for me. But uh, <laughs> oh, <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of L's, uh, <laughs> we made a huge mistake, guys. Um, I'd like to us the couch commentators would like to formally apologise to all of New Zealand, our brothers, our fellow podcasters um we were wrong and uh you know we, we'd like to say on free guys three two one and uh you know what that means is we're just we're deeply sorry uh we we last podcast we said you guys don't get sport and in that i think we jinxed all of australia and australian sports as we got absolutely humped guys like, do um, we not get finals if they get if they don't get sport, we don't get yeah, finals. Yeah, we don't get finals. I don't know. Yeah. It was a, a flogging. The f- 
Biggest win, I think, from New Zealand against the Australians in the rugby league. Biggest loss Australia Actually, ever had. if you notice, I'm to nil. in my black and white in representing. In mourning, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not Melbourne Cup Day. It's uh, we're mourning the loss of... Australian rugby league <laughs> and how bad we are. I uh, actually, but, uh, uh, I once say to Kiwi fruit, so I'm claiming to be Kiwi and I'm wearing <laughs> black and white. Just rip, rip I'm my colours. No, we called them our little brothers last week. They, I feel like we're now their little brothers and uh, we suck. Um, In words of Jerome Luai. They were our daddies. They were our daddies. Uh, Nico Hines has work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he makes another rep squad with that missed tackle. I don't know. It was a bit of a stab, bit of a tackle. Yeah. You know, what can you he, say? He was put into lock. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Motoku here. Motoku here. We're sorry. And, uh, um, we probably apologize. Uh, we talk about the Kiwi players that played well, but you literally have to go through all 17. Like, <laughs> they just dominated from start to finish. But on the bright side, uh, Mr. Brightside? Uh, no, it didn't win its last race. <laughs> Magic McGuire. That's <laughs> what I want to talk about. And speaking of Magic McGuire, we'll just get it straight into the list of the questions. It's from Matty C again, our famous podcast guest. Um, he has said, with Australia losing 30 0, thanks for reminding us, um, <laughs> and a new origin coach, do we think Teddy is done with rep footy? James, do you think Teddy's done with rep footy? Yes. Uh, like, I wouldn't put the marker straight for him, but if he continues to play the same way, yes. He he needs to up his game, change his game, do anything, because right now it's not working. Didn't work all year with the Roosters, didn't work with New South Wales, and then hasn't worked too well for Australia either. He needs to either change his game and adapt, or we look to Drinkwater, Latrell, Tommy Happy. Turbo... Pappy, Gufferson, Dill Edwards, although he played pretty bad Nico throughout Hines. the whole series. <laughs> Nico Hines. Nico um, Hines. Will Kennedy, Brennan, maybe. Will Kennedy? Will What's Kennedy? about Dufty doing dead? Matt Dufty, bring him uh, over. Still over in England? Ah, okay. <laughs> dead. What do you think? Do you, are you yeah, on like, the same opinion as James? I think, yeah, he, he's, he's probably done, yeah. Like, as James said, he's got to adapt. Like, he's been playing the same type of footy for the last five, six years, like, with reps and shit. And I think they might give him game one. And then if he plays, like, shit, I reckon drop him. I don't think you can afford to. Like, how many times have we given away game one recently and just lost yeah. the series because of it? True. I, uh, I'll throw my hat in the ring here. I think he should stay. Um, I'm of the uh, opinion that he is one of the best fullbacks in the comp, and he's... I still arguably think he's better than Dylan Edwards, Latrell Mitchell, these guys in fullback. But he doesn't set up any tries. Doesn't he? Like, yes, this game, maybe the last couple of games hasn't. I still think in, in normal footy, he's still performing. Mm. He's still setting up tries in normal footy. Uh, maybe Rooster didn't have the best of years this year, but is that all on Tedesco's back? I'm a captain, yeah. best player, apparently, on a mill. Maybe maybe you're twisting my back yeah. to that way, but <laughs> I still think, yeah, I think he's a better player than Dylan Edwards in saying that he's now won three in a row in fullback. But 
Oh, I is think that Dylan the players Edward, around him, or is yeah, that I think Dylan, Dylan Edwards, Edwards outperforming this is now back down on the run sheet. I yeah. think a fit um, turbo. Yeah, fit turbo is hard to go it, against. I can't. Honest, but... I can't get even though Latrell's so talented. I wouldn't put him in fullback because we've seen him just not be there for he's, things. Yeah, he's one percent players are worse than. And then Scott, not an origin fullback. Scott Drinkwater. If it wasn't for that shoulder charge at the start of the year that like hit um. Uh, Corey Oates' head, he probably would have been right up there for Dally M. <laughs> Boom. Um, thanks, Matty C, for the listener question. I'd yeah. love to hear your opinion. Do you think Teddy's good enough to be in the Origin team? Do you think he can get dropped by Madge? I know Madge is a, a – you're, you're a big fan of Madge and his work for the Tigers and uh, New Zealand. So uh, I'd love to hear your opinion, Matt. Drop it down below in the comments. But or just tell us face to face. Or tell us face to face. And uh, I'm sure Teddy would love to hear what you have to say. <laughs> yeah. We have the Cricket One Day World Cup, the ICC World Cup. We we love speaking about the World Cup on this podcast. And we have our cricket guru over here, James. I'm uh, keen yeah, to hear so what you have to say. I watched. So there was three big games that I was keen to watch uh, this weekend. Um, watched a fair bit of all of them, to be honest. I'm Bit of a, it's getting towards the pointy end, and the tragic in me is getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> um, the first one I want to talk about is New Zealand versus Pakistan. So New Zealand come out and score four hundred and one, like That's six for four hundred and one of fifty overs. Like it, it would have taken an all-time chase to beat. Seems impossible. Pakistan get out to a. One for 200 off 25. And the rain, it gets rained out. So, But then through the Duckworth-Lewis system, because they had so many wickets and stuff, and they made 200 in half the overs, they got the win. And I remember you telling me earlier in the World Cup, you said it's like almost... It hasn't been done chasing down four hundred. Yeah, it has. Um, uh, so I we talked about it uh, last week with the Australia New Zealand game. Yeah, that was it. They would have had to beat the record just to with three eighty eight or yeah. whatever we scored. Which is uh, that's that's pretty pretty stupid. <laughs> like sure, like the signs say that they could have scored it, but you don't know. Like yeah, the one wicket can turn to two, three, four, and all of a sudden you're out for three fifty, and you go, ah, oh, damn it, we didn't make it. Mate, the double duck over here knows about tail and going yeah. back to back. <laughs> yep. All right. So the next game, the best game, Australia versus England. Ooh. So before the game. Australia lose Glenn Maxwell because he fell off the back of a golf, <laughs> golf buggy. How many <laughs> beers a do you reckon he had? Oh, as be... as Stoyder said, boys will be boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that that that's a big hit. One of our best hitters been just got into some good form as well. <laughs> Obviously, hit that fucking what forty ball hundred <laughs> against uh, the poor Netherlands. But um, so yeah, that hurts. Marsh, uh, one of I think one of his grandparents passed away, so he headed back to Australia. If they didn't pass away, I'm sorry. I just, I know there was something about that, but yeah, he had to head back to Australia for that. He's now come back. He'll be back for the rest of the tournament. But um, so we're missing two of our guns. We fielded probably our weakest team of the tournament, like not having them. And then we start off with the bat. Warner and Head both get out pretty cheaply. You're going, oh, fuck. How are we going to do this? 
We suck. <laughs> Manda Slobbershane goes, hey, I'm not getting kicked out of this team just yet. Scores a 70-odd. Um, Cam Green, who just popped back in, goes, hey, I'm actually pretty good on Indian wickets. I just played shit at the start. <laughs> Stoinis comes in. He scores some runs. Zamps. <laughs> Lucas's boy, Zamps. Boy. As soon as boy Lucas Zamps. jumped off the podcast, Zamps has been the best player in world cricket <laughs> because he scored some runs in the tail, looked really nicely, got us to a 286, which wasn't a lot, but uh, England suck. England suck. And we did say uh, last podcast, fuck the Poms, and we did. Also, big <laughs> note of um, Johnny Bairso getting out first ball to um, Starkey, going down the leg side, he tickles it, Josh Inglis catches, first ball of the innings. First out. ball of the innings. Love you, Johnny. Love you, Johnny. Keep walking. Love your work. <laughs> All right, and then the last game, the scariest game of the lot, first, first, second, should have been a blockbuster. India come out, uh, they start off really strong. I said to Brandon when he was going to bed, India's making a statement here. They slowed down in the middle overs, but ended up scoring a nice, comfortable 326. Mm, nice, nice. So you figured, oh, South Africa have some really good batsmen. Uh, sure, the pitch is turning a little bit, but they're, they're be- they've been playing outstanding, and they were all out for 83. Which is a <laughs> solid effort. It's a, <laughs> it's a good 83, though. <laughs> yeah, good 83. <laughs> so, funnily enough, you would think there could be no controversy in a game that got that there was such a smashing. But there was multiple DRS decisions that seemed a little fishy and have got people stirring online. One, mm. and it looked like an edge, but there was no snicko from Virat Kohli. Oh, Virat Kohli also uh, scored his 49th ODI 100 uh, stuff, equally, right? good stuff. Equally, um, was it Rajiv Ravindra? Oh no, Sachin Tendulkar. Ah, <laughs> <Sachin>. <laughs> I think his name sounds like Rajiv. Yeah, um, I'm not, I can't remember. <laughs> but um, yeah. So congratulations on his birthday. On his birthday, oh, 35. Happy, happy birthday. But yeah, uh, sure. It really looked close to the edge. There was no sound or nothing. So that one I was fine with. There was an. The, one of the South African batsmen, I think it was Klaassen, one of the best batters in the world, uh, gets out LBW for a ball that looked like it was barely pitching in line, mm. barely h- hitting in line. Oh, <laughs> and somehow they gave it a lot more turn than what it looked like. Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was a bit fishy. It wouldn't have changed the game, but, yeah, it didn't look right, the... Hmm. There's been a lot a of uh, there's been a lot of paid to win comments <laughs> <laughs> about India and the ICC and the BICC, but um, isn't the ICC like run by India anyway? Uh, the ICC is the International Cricket, yeah, but, like, but yes, most, yes. Like, when you, when you fund most of the game right now, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Same. So to be fair, we ran the game for a while with Packer. Yeah. Um, England ran it when they started it, and then yeah, they still think they do. <laughs> But they're shit. <laughs> and then the last thing I want to touch on, not so much the game, because who cares about the game, was Bangladesh versus Sri Lanka. It has no impact on the semis. But we saw the first ever international timed out wicket. Did you guys see this? I have heard, and I still can't wrap my head around what actually happened. All right. So, um, it's Sri Lanka. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, the Sri Lankan um, all-rounder, I can't remember his name, sorry. Yeah. But anyway, goes to go out to bat, 
has the wrong helmet. Uh, calls the 12th man, get his helmet. Yeah. Grabs his helmet. Takes a bit of time, but he's making his way out, gets out there. Supposedly there's a rule, a uh, law, sorry, that, yeah, because it's English, same as what they did with rugby, you've got to be, laws. yeah, we've got to have laws. <laughs> but um, anyway, so there's a law that you've got to be out, and there's been a bit of conjecture about this. The umpire said two minutes, but then some, I've seen other reports saying three minutes. Ooh. Um, The... Yeah, they ended up appealing for it. The Bangladesh side, um, people say, like, this is probably a worse, like, a fair bit worse than the Johnny Bairstow yeah, stumpy not in the spirit yeah. of Craig and <laughs> Because he didn't necessarily do anything wrong, but yeah. technically, by the laws, the umpire did, like, the, they had every right to appeal, and the umpire had every right to give it. But yeah, it was not a good look. <laughs> Bangladesh end up winning the game. <laughs> like yeah. the, they won by a cup, a few runs, but yeah. Uh, uh to be fair, they still had nine overs when they got there. But you don't know, like the, one mm-hmm. of the middle order batsmen just getting out for I zero. Like earlier, it could just be the, uh, yeah. the spiral down yeah. on a team if if one player gets out. Well, that so, yeah, is rough. Yeah, quite quite rough. Quite interesting, yeah. but um, yeah, that's that's the cricket World Cup for now. We play Afghanistan tonight in a game that can secure us a second or third place, which means we don't have to play Ooh. India no in the easy, first week of the semis. No easy feat here because we know the Afghani's are going well. Yeah, they've been 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 taking some scalps. Sure, it's England. Tuesday as well, by the way, not yeah. Friday night. When it is Melbourne on. Cup Day, as you can see. <laughs> or here, you can hear it. <laughs> see yeah. here. And then uh, I think we play Bangladesh, our last game of the group stage. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I'll talk after that. Next week, we start the semis, well, the one semi and the final. So we'll give a full wrap-up then. Then we'll win the World Cup, so that'll be good. (laughs) I mean, we're doing a lot better than we were at the start of it. Five wins in a row now, guys. Five wins in a row. We're the best. Around. Nobody's gonna get us down. Oh, yeah. Speaking of World Cup, we got a World Cup player here, Ecuador International. Did you guys see how good I was on the Ostag field, guys? Uh, That fucking kick to myself, the little grubber. (laughs) It's... uh, Things that Sean Johnson would be happier. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know if anyone saw it. I thought everyone was still watching my dummy that I threw to this uh, other field. <laughs> I was still going off with the ref. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I could have got two tries. I'm devastated. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, a was a new segment last week and a recurring segment now. James is ad read. Do you have an ad read for yourself or what's going on this week? Uh, so... Like, I had some practice last week. It was yep. quite successful, it I was thought. really good. I think um, uh, Woz's wacky footy goods have skyrocketed in sales. So. Yeah. So I don't like, know about you, but I bought some of those back-to-back-to-back <laughs> back back So, again, as a legal disclaimer, these companies don't exist. They don't exist. They and should. They, yeah. they should. <laughs> and if they do, we are. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, this week, I want Dan to get some practice. All right. I want Dan to get some practice. I've sent you the script. So uh, this time when he's looking at his phone, he's not just uh, not caring about <laughs> my cricket review. <laughs> I was looking for scores on cricket. But anyway. yeah, so uh, uh, let's go, Dan. And uh, try and look down the barrel of the camera as well. Like, you know, look up, read, look up. You know, I, I really want a right, good right. uh, ad read here. <laughs> <laughs> this week's podcast is brought to you by Raiding Ricky's Do- Demolition Crew <laughs> Your number one place to go If you need a blow up <laughs> Rick will blow up A press conference, a cameraman Or even his kid's former bully <laughs> so, so as they say If you need a blow up You don't call and you don't call Rick, then you're a weak gutted dog. <laughs> Couple of stumbles, so yeah, you might need yeah, some more practice. So I'll keep better. writing these scripts to help you get more practice. There. Dan needs a couple more in him, I think. Can <laughs> <laughs> we get a live Dan blob? <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Um, yeah, call Ricky's blobs if you need a blob. Yeah, it's um, uh, raiding Ricky's blow-ups. Right. Oh no, Rady Ricking's demolition crew. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Jeez, we all need some practice. So I'll keep, I'll keep writing more so we can get these right. Now, arguably the uh, best part of the podcast, Dan. It's guess the athlete. Everyone loves it. Oh my god! It the ratings go up every time. The uh, the viewers just stick in for your guess the athlete, Dan. Who are you picking this week, and what do we got? It's going to be you, Brennan. Oh, fantastic. Everyone yeah. knows how well I go at this. So this yeah, is exactly. Good. That's why. Because <laughs> I threw it to both of you last week, and you fucked it. Yeah, 30 <laughs> seconds was good. Yeah, you're Two people half the time. Right? Yeah. You're used to 30 seconds, man. Come on. 30 seconds is a good time. <laughs> you guys go longer? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Fuck. Timer would help. Okay. All right. Stop. Reset. Right, Brennan. Are you ready to rumble? I was born ready, Dan. Are you ready to guess the athlete? I am. Starting from now. NRL. Yes. Fuck yes. I'm so good at this. Sydney team. No. Well, that was a no, like a, it's Raiders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Current player. No. Ooh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Centers. No. Oh, yeah. Halves. Yes. Okay. Okay. Does he have a, a really big nose? No. Fuck. Oh. Does he like to blow up at people? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I have my answer. <laughs> what is your answer? Was it uh, Raging Ricky's? <laughs> Does he have a side business called Raging Ricky's Demolition? <laughs> is Maybe. it Ricky Stewart? <laughs> I totally didn't think of it just then. <laughs> Fuck, I'm good. Oh, man, I'm so good. <laughs> Who are you thinking of that had a big nose? Laurie. Laurie Daly. Loz's lock. He, st- he stole his lock from Leechy's lock. Oh, he, he likes the blue suit as well, Brandon. Yeah, oh. okay. <laughs> I thought it was him, but uh, my brain was just, you know, I'm just that switched on that I knew 
the next person was Ricky Stewart. Well, I mean, the first one you were going for was nominee. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what would Dan be thinking in Australia? We talked about Australia yeah. getting flogged. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we just talked about Ricky's side business. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, well, that was a great segment again, Dan. I thoroughly enjoyed, but uh, we, we move on. We move on to the next part, and it is... We're going to talk just a little bit of UFC, guys. It's just a little little chat here. Nothing too big, but um, there was a couple of fights that have been booked for next year. I don't know if any of you guys seen these. No. But um, Sean Strickland will be fighting Dreykus Duplessis in uh, January, which is a, a big fight for Dreykus as, you know, he beat our boy Rob. That yeah, was that he first, can breathe. His, yeah, his first big fight. Um, and now he's, he's on to versus Strickland for the title. And a lot of people thought Hamzat would get this opportunity, but maybe it could be the injury. I seen a video from Charles Sonnen that he was talking that Hamzat doesn't like to say anything. So like people have asked him, did was he injured? All this sort of stuff. He just doesn't reply. He just doesn't doesn't <laughs> care. But maybe that would be the the reason he didn't get this title fight. I don't know. But either way, it's gonna be a big fight in January between those two. But uh, the real fight, uh, did you have something you were jumping down? Uh, wasn't wasn't Dracus supposed to fight? Adesanya. Yeah, Adesanya. The yeah. Strickland yeah. beat Adesanya. Yeah. So that's uh, another thing Charles said. Like, Dracus pulled out of that fight, didn't have injury or anything, just didn't want to fight Adesanya, <laughs> which is quite a bitch. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he did have an injury. What a beta male stuff. Well, Charles said he didn't. No, no I believe Charles. Yeah, I would say, yeah. <laughs> Charles has never lied <laughs> yeah. in his life. Never. But... Or just said his opinion <laughs> as fact. <laughs> so, I, I believe Charles. And if, if Dreykus just pulled out of the fight and Strickland stepped up and took the fight, I don't think Dreykus deserves the, uh, the, the title fight. But who knows? The other big uh, fight in February. And, uh, you know, he's our boy. Volkanovski is, is fighting again. He's defending his title. Is it too soon? I don't know. It's February, so it is a little bit extended. Mm. But he's coming back from a fucking big head kick, and he's fighting a up and comer from his division. That uh, he's he's not like ranked too high, but like he's just been storming for every opponent so far. Uh, Ilias Tapura, or Ilya Tapura, I believe you say it. I I wish he waited a bit longer. I- yeah. I do think I don't want to see him. Imagine, lose the imagine, title he, fight yeah, and imagine he comes title. back a bit too early. He loses this, which Touchwood is is my goat But all of a sudden, we see the slide happen with so many fighters, yeah. and I don't want yeah. to see it happen to my boy. I mean, the, the wind gang hero. It is four months. Yeah, but yeah, like, you never know with fighting like. It can definitely hurt your confidence getting yes. sent to the shadow realm. <laughs> definitely after the first, like, within the first round, like Volk did yeah. against him. But other than that, there's another fight. I believe the third one is Sean O'Malley defending against... I'm trying to remember his name. I can't, but it, oh, he's he's defending his title as well. There's three fights uh, announced by Dana, which I was... Some good fights, and I'm uh, keen on those. Keen on uh, some big fight-ups in the UFC. I think... There may have been another Islam versus um, Oliveira as well, which would be interesting to see. Oh, oh that'll be, yeah. Because that one uh, obviously didn't go through. But uh, future fights are interesting. There was a fight um, night that um, your man Derek the Black Beast Lewis fought in, and he fought a jiu-jitsu 
black belt who just literally just stayed on top of him for the whole thing, did not try to actually choke him out or anything. So one on ground control, which is pretty shit. <laughs> oh, I, I saw lie. a lot of memes about that. Um, there's really got to be something that they look into not giving a fight for that. Like at least attempting to get submissions is, is something, not just ground control. I, I hate that. That, that would be, they, they said people were saying they felt robbed and they didn't have to purchase the flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so, a free flight. You know, it was bad there. <laughs> and, you know what I'm wondering who's got, when his next fight is? Who's that? Izzy. Izzy. When's uh, he going to make his comeback? He has said he's going to take a long stint. And yeah. John Jones has actually came out and said, good on him and like take as long as you need. Because, yeah, when you're on top of the game for that long, and then he's, he, he did. It was a fall from grace. Yeah, it was a fall from grace. He really didn't like lose that fight too bad, but he was just. He looked out of yeah, it. Yeah, he was out of it. Yeah. yeah. Didn't seem like he was on that night and just got outboxed by. Sean Strickland, which like no one's seen happening. Yeah. One of the best kickboxers of all time, yeah. best kickboxer in the world, gets beaten by Sean Strickland, the boxer. So that was uh... I, I saw something interesting, and that's why I jumped on my phone because I saw it on Reddit yeah. earlier. You ain't doing it, Dan. Uh, to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I remembered seeing it earlier, but I just needed to remember exactly who it was. Dustin Poirier uh, put out a sort of cryptic tweet because he didn't say any names but he just said ufc 300 Ooh. Hmm. what do you think is it a connor 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 back he is in the connor poirier four he's back in the what? doping like systems as well like the the testing system not doping he was doping now he's back in the testing yeah. <laughs> would well, no, take... no, they changed the testing now yeah <laughs> would connor take poirier again though that's the thing well, broke his leg last time. He wouldn't be happy about that. Yeah, true. I think Connor will take an easy fight for his next fight so he gets a win well, and then gets a good. title fight. <laughs> it's like meant to be Chandler, but who knows yeah. what's happening there. I do think that would be sick, though, UFC 300. Even if he wins or loses, like you want to see Conor McGregor in the yeah. ring one more time, one more chance. And if he wins, well, that would be a, a story. But as you said, it could be Gastry, it could be anyone. Maybe it's yeah. Makachev, maybe, who knows. I mean, he's 35 years old. And like, at what point do you say, Yeah. when, like, at what point do you say, yeah, my body's given up? Like, oh, you... fighters fight long yeah, because yeah. you're like, you don't, you don't even hit your peak till like 30 to 32. Like, I'm pretty sure Whitaker's like. Around same the same age, age yeah. Yeah. I respect him. Like he's he's a billionaire, like or like multi multi millionaire. Yeah. And he still chooses to train in like martial arts and wants to fight. Yeah. He obviously broke his leg and probably had to allegedly get on steroids to probably heal that really quick yeah. and <laughs> make his body a lot more like, almost stronger. <laughs> almost definitely did allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> no, I, I do respect him for wanting to continue fighting and, and trying to get back in there. Ex- the first double champ, and you know, who knows? You'll do Norton. So, you'll do fucking Norton. <laughs> That's a UFC talk wrapped I, up, though. I'd just like to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. That's <laughs> his uh, best line ever, and a lot of the other stuff was cringe, but that line was good. <laughs> Still the best shit talk I've ever seen. Watch me. Yeah. I remember when he threw a chair. They were trying window. to feed a bus. Carrot to a bus. <laughs> This camera big enough to fit the biggest arms in Australia. <laughs> uh, anyways, gentlemen, and 
couchies and ladies. Uh, we are into the NRL talk now. And, well, NRL season wrapped up, but it seems every week we still have more to talk about. So this will be, this might be the end of it, though. We'll oh, probably no, only, it now be we start scandals. getting random transfers, scandals, <laughs> yeah, preseason. The there's going to be a lot of training the house down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. NRL never stops, but... What did stop was Australia's hearts over the weekend. And it was New Zealand defeating us 30 to nil. We already like mentioned a bit, but it was it was a shutout and you know, I I've been saying it for a little while now. I usually say Nico Hines is the best player in the world, but I now say Ronaldo Molotalo is the best winger in the world, hands down, after that performance. Played his best game I think ever, played his best international game ever. Uh, boys, I'm keen to hear your opinion on Ronaldo and, you know, the game. The crazy, <laughs> the crazy part is Ronaldo did all that and was probably like their sixth or seventh best player. Yeah, which is <laughs> crazy. All, all I want to say about Ronaldo is that tackle on Valentine Holmes. Oh, that yeah. was that a, was a bone, rattler. bone rattler. It was so good. <laughs> like, fucking hell. But like, I, I alluded to it earlier, or may have even just outright said it. We could talk about every single player from New yeah. Zealand. Like... Both halves, Humes and um, Brown, were outstanding. They ran like thirty times combined, or something like that. Like, and then they're ball playing on top of it yeah, because Brown, they Brown ran so well. Ronaldo look, yeah, made Ronaldo look pretty good. Yeah. I will say it. I will say it. And, uh, Hughes <laughs> made Asako look good on yeah. the other side, and um, the forwards, uh, Fisher Harris, Leota, um, and then Joe Tapene, probably the best on field. And uh, Griffin Neem with one of the best steps of all time. Uh, yeah. Not Nico's. Sure made Dylan Brown look even better. Yeah. <laughs> Just sort of shovel the ball. Oh, got to try so sweet. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, again, hair. to New Zealand, more taco here. More taco here. Yeah. Look, we're sorry. You guys popped us. Here's the other words. But, uh, Dan, uh, before we go, I'll, yeah. I'll let Dan continue with this. Chance Nicole Clockstat. Chance. Yeah. So, um, what I was going to say was, <laughs> what did we say last week? New uh, Zealand were going to come out and put a number on us. This is true. We did jinx ourselves. And, uh, so, we, we said it. Look, I don't usually remember what we say most weeks. So. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what did I say? Did I say something racist? But we did say last week that New Zealand could be just like holding back, waiting to fire. They played possum. Yeah. Similar to Adesanya's done before. <laughs> Part of the New Zealand culture. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> All right. James, uh, Charles Nickel Colossat, he's a fucking weapon. Was it three broken ribs or something? Yeah. Um, something like that, yeah. Two weeks in a row. Man of the match performance this time. 200 plus meters. I think it was like 270. Let's yeah. call it 300. Um, in no world, RTS comes back and, and takes that spot for no, no, well, they, they And one of the best things Andrew Webster did... Was he came out and said when they signed him, we've signed him for center. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, I want to go back. I remember hearing rumors, like when he started playing well before the grand final, when he started playing well for Raiders, that there was talks and interviews with him. And he, at the Warriors, um, personally asked the coaching staff and Roger whether he, so that he could train at fullback because mm. he was just a shit winger at that stage. I remember, yeah, he asked to train at fullback behind Roger, knew that he could never get the spot above Roger, then took the job at the Raiders, 
killed it in preseason. And arguably, yeah, one of the best best years of his career, and for a Raiders fullback as well. Like he lit. I feel like he got them to the comp. Do you remember that year he kept doing the uh, the Cupid? Like yeah, every yeah, time yeah. he scored, he scored so many tries yeah. that year. <laughs> he took him to a grand final. Unfortunately, cramped up in it. Yeah, but also he just gave everything he had, and he he signed another contract that year. He took unders because he wanted to be a part of the team. Then Ricky goes, you know, Xavier Savage Xavier looks pretty Savage good. Savage looks like he could be <laughs> the winger for our reserve grade. And then, yeah, Xavier Savage is not even talked of in the, the starting This year they team. had to play, like, <laughs> makeshift um, Sebastian Chris, who did an all right job but was nowhere near chance. They and changed then, their fullback around so much this year. And now he comes to, to Warriors, has another year that gets them Makes into... Makes a top four. <laughs> top four. And, and then, as you said, from New Zealand, wow, what a performance. Just, yeah, what a... What a... And it's not... Obviously, it's not over yet. <laughs> but, um, yeah, what a... Half his career has taken from being a winger that was a reserve grade winger to taking his destiny in his own hands and really cha- take taking his career by storm. If you if you want to go even further back, I remember our mate is uh, Nathan Clockstar. We call him Clockstad because that's what <laughs> that's what he calls <laughs> himself. <laughs> Growing up knowing him, but uh, he actually started in the twenties for the Storm. Yeah, so he was actually a part of their system. And I remember Nathan telling me about him, like, oh, he's really good. He just ne- needs like like some actual game time and like to be seen. And yeah, obviously, as you know, he went to the Warriors. That's what where your story picks up, yeah. and the rest is history. He's come back to the Warriors and killing it. So <laughs> yeah, it's just a real feel good story to see him playing so well. And that's what, like, the whole, I think, New Zealand's couple of players, Fomani Brown, Asako, like, some of these players have just feel-good stories where they've just come back to this season. Even, like, to an extent, uh, Kieran Foran. Kieran Foran in in Dummy Half. He said, if that's my last game for New Zealand, I will go out happy. Yeah. Oh, fucking nice. And then you you got the, like, the future. You got Fisher, Harris, Leota, both, like, 27 or something like that. Fisher, Harris, like, first tournament as a captain. You got the halves that are fucking when they play like that, they're the hottest halves in the court. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, yeah, as we say, thirty to deal. So, <laughs> yeah. I, just speaking of Leota and Fisher Harris, was it Matty C that said something about them two beating um the Broncos players in two finals in two months or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that was the other thing. I I don't think. Uh, Hass, Tino, or Carrigan ran over a hundred meters. That's Unheard so of. Yeah. <laughs> Unheard of in the this. Especially stuff. Hass. Like yeah, and Hass is usually. No, I, 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 I'm like echoing something that I heard. I might have one of them wrong, but yeah, that none of them played anywhere near what they usually do, which is unfortunate. Um, tough, and we apologize. We've said it a million times. We're sorry, guys. We're sorry. <laughs> Yeah, a uh, couple other games happened this weekend. It Did was, they? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <that> was, yeah. <laughs> we had PNG defeat Fiji, which is a flip of last week. Um, they got pumped last week and then come out and, and beat Fiji, which uh, had a f- team full of stars. And one star in particular, Wonga Blake showed up. He got a double, but uh, <laughs> didn't help the team out overall as PNG 
get the job done. 32-12. How good. Walker Blake is playing for that contract. He should really try. He could, he could be the best player in England by far. Yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he just played semi-consistent, he could be a fucking great NRL player. If he learned how to pass, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Put him on the wing. Oh, we found out how that works. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, PNG, uh, they're going to be the eighteenth team, it looks like, and... They've got some uh, some stars coming through the ranks. Who was the hooker? Ipappy or something like that? Yeah, yeah. He looked good. What was like seven tackle bus or something like that? Like... Yeah, their their team definitely looking good. And if they could, I honestly think those the halves they have, they, surely they could get an NRL contract somewhere. <laughs> I know, like they're probably playing reserve grade or yeah, well, uh, I think Lamb's in. Yeah, La- Lamb. League. Yeah, Lamb had a pretty good year. He's playing. Um, I can't remember what club, but he's playing under like for his dad, dad's yeah. dad's coach. I can uh, I can see them uh, maybe even playing for the Pacifica Bears, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Um, another big yeah. game that happened. Well, actually, it wasn't really that big. It was three weeks in a row. England defeat Tonga this time twenty six four. It was a pretty poor performance. Free performances from Tonga. It's supposed to be one of the the top like four teams, um, yeah, tough outing. I didn't get to watch much of it. Did you guys see any of the highlights? Uh, I, oh, I I saw one try. Yeah. Did you see that um try where they threw the ball around so much and then they kick across field as well to finish it off and yeah, oh. it was it was good and it just I don't know if it was the halves or just just being over in England for the free games. I guess it could. Do something, but I don't know. It, yeah, it just didn't look good for the yeah. Tongans, and uh, it, it, it does look good for yeah. England. Like, yeah, England saying. rugby league for the last what fifteen years had looked pretty poor. In, in speaking of that, um, that Wellsby, uh, I've seen he's been circulated in a couple of clubs as well. Like, yeah, they've got some players that are performing well in the Super League to the point they did win the World Club Challenge. Like, yeah, like they are getting. Close to the NRL like level, like I would say, like yeah. just off. Obviously, it's still the retirement home of all yeah. NRL players. Yeah, so yeah, I that's can't say, you say that. Mitch, Mitchell Pierce makes the grand final. Uh, I can definitely say that their best players, if they put all their best players, which they are, they can beat NRL like, yeah. squads. Like, Better than NRL <laughs> squads like that. I'm saying that there is some NRL players in there. Yeah. But it's majority like. English I think, players. Also, I think that was Elliot Whitehead's last international game and um, Will Hopawade's. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Did I see... I'm trying. I don't know. You might have to get the research out, but did Victor Radley get a 10 in the bin? Oh, probably. <laughs> if he did, it would be probably. fucking hilarious. It's Victor Radley. It is Victor Radley. Yeah. I'm not even going to search it up. I'm just going to say okay. yes. We'll just say it's factually true. <laughs> Allegedly. Victor, how dare you? Victor the inflicted. I heard much. he killed a guy on the field. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Inflicted, inflicted. Uh, there was more, more chatter after this series of games that Christian Wolf has come out and said he's thinking about stepping down as the coach of the Tongan team. He's definitely brought them to heights in the international levels, and this is definitely a low point for them losing three in a row. But um, he is the assistant coach of the Dolphins. They've had a somewhat decent first year. I don't know if there's many more 
coaches that I would be looking at. I don't know, James. Yeah. Oh, uh, any thoughts? The thing is, I I don't mind this. Well, firstly, Christian Wolf is meant to like the plan is for him to take over the Dolphins, not this year, the year after. Yep. So he's gonna have to step down from Tonga. You'd imagine sometime. He's it's not like he's been coaching for years that he can do both jobs at once. Um and for Tonga, it's just not working right now. They need to freshen up somehow. How do they do it? I don't know. But that's the World Cup, they were pretty disappointing. Yeah. Then they'd go come here, they lose three games. Didn't really look in any of them. Which is, uh, it's rough. Like, they have a lot more players choosing uh, the eligi- eligibility for, for Tonga. You reckon uh, Madge could somehow do New South Wales, New Zealand, and Tonga at the same time? I reckon he could. Possibly, yeah. possibly. Especially when New Zealand and Tonga are reversing each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and any, uh, any thoughts on the Christian yeah. Wolf stepping down? It's, it would, like, obviously, as James said, he's going to have to eventually. Mm. But, yeah, I'd, I think it's just, the pressure is getting to him. Yeah, I, I would say that. It, there would have been a lot of fans not too happy with yeah. three losses in a row. <laughs> and I'm, then, as James said, as their, with their performance in the World Cup as well. Mm. But did you guys know that Tyson Frizzell switched his eligibility to go play for Tonga? Yeah, I knew that, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, I might have said it a couple of weeks ago, but I, I, I just... It just came into my head just then. <laughs> a lot of players have uh, yeah, been going to their like grandparents or parents. Yeah. Side and, all right, full, full hats off to them, full respect. But, uh, yeah, it just seems Tonga's just missing, I don't know, maybe Latu Fainu might uh, get well, some more development. Into Light, his... Yeah, Latu Fainu. They, didn't, they weren't playing um, the Dolphins kid either. Yeah. Isaac Katoa. Yep. Uh, and, you know... I fucking what Talatau moans in fucking jail. Yeah, they were playing Hopawade at fullback, where you've got Cooler that played two outstanding games at the end of the year at fullback in yeah. centers. Like they've got a young, talented team that couldn't really take it to everyone. But yeah, rough, rough for the Tongans. This might be out of pocket. We might cut this, but uh, they got a pretty good side in jail at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Teletala Moan and uh, Manasi Finage. <laughs> Leave it in. <laughs> uh, now do I have to search up um, Sorry in Tongan? <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> all right. How many minutes have we... Oh, we've done all right. <laughs> we've been rambling for enough. Yeah, we're up to an hour. There'll be cuts that'll probably bring it down to like 50-something, but should be yeah. right. All right. Now, some say the best part of the podcast. I say the worst after last week. The couch commentator's best bets. I'm looking forward to seeing if any of us have a bet uh, at the moment. I'm going to go to uh, Lucas. He's not here at the moment, but uh, I'm sure he has something juicy for us. G'day guys, Lucas from the Couch Commentators Podcast here. I'll be back on the show next week, so I won't have to be doing any more of these video in tips. Uh, my tip for this weekend, we're going to go to Sydney. We're going to go to the Five Diamonds uh, at Rose Hill. We're going to follow the Queensland Raider Antino, who has been very unlucky in a couple of his last starts. I think this weekend he gets the job done. So that is Antino in the Five Diamonds at Rose Hill. Happy punting. Well, 
Lucas, I can't believe you picked that. That's black caviar's come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and I can't believe the racial slur you said. Wow. <laughs> Disgusting. You dogged the boys again. <laughs> Weak, gutted, dog. Now we'll, we'll go to the top punter, Leachy, who is I. He's a lock. I'm, I'm excited to see what I have. Hey, punters. Leachy's lock here again. We're going to Flemington, race number six and race number seven. That's right. I'm changing it up. I'm doing a bit of a multi myself. We're going to pick two horses that are going to win, both at short odds, but together, big odds. So we got Imperatures race six at Flemington, and then into race seven, Mr. Brightside. So back to back, I'm going to win it. Easy money. It's about $5.32 at the moment. Gamble responsibly. Good luck, punters. <laughs> well, what a fucking bet. <laughs> That's uh, marvellous, honestly. Good stuff. Uh, now, James, do you have a bet for us? Um, No, I'm going to have to find something. I don't All know right. if I'll go back to horses or not, but well, I've got to find something. We'll go to Jim's Jam. <laughs> hey, guys. This week's Jim's Jam. We're going to Flemington Race 8, number 11, Prowess. Uh, it's paying about $5.50. We're going for the win here. Um, other than that, Fuck, did you guys see Maxi? Fucking hell, 200. Ooh, stick cricket shit. All right, cheers. Scooby-Doo. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God, man. We're getting so good at punting. I'm so happy with this. <laughs> Dan, do you have any uh, decision for us? Look, Future uh, Dan's going to have to take it away here. <laughs> oh, beautiful. It's Future Dan, take it away. All right, Future Dan here with Dan's, du- Dan's decision this week. I always call it Dan's decision. This week, we're going for cricket. We get the one-day World Cup. Of Australia's last match being Australia versus Bangladesh. We're going Glenn Maxwell to be Australia's top run scorer. He's, he's in top form, the big show's back, paying $7.25. Game responsibly, bet with your head well over it, 1-800-858-858 is the number to call if you need help. Happy punting. Oh my god, wow, we are some of the best punters in the world. Back to Dan's dumb decision. <laughs> that seems pretty stupid. We are the best punters alive, and I'm so glad we could do all of that live for you guys. <laughs> um, as for oh. the couch commentators, horse racing multi, look on the Instagram. It will be juicy as always. Hopefully, maybe we just pick all places and get something. Some, <laughs> at least somebody could pick something last week. At oh. least I picked a place this week and I still didn't fucking win anything. <laughs> and, uh, you know, listen to Bet. Look to the Instagram and you will be able to be the listener, Bet. <laughs> but uh, anything else, gentlemen? Any any tidbits you want to add? I can't believe we've just done it again. Done it again. Boys. More taco here, more taco here. here. We're creating magic here at the Couch Commentators, and this is a great podcast. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, follow the social medias, and Lucas is a dog. See you later.